We don't know. Yeah. We, we, we hide. For you? The problem with me is it's like when you multiply anything with naught. Exactly. Nothing ever happens. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Shame. And I, and I'm a fat little ugly fella like like Reg Varney. <laughs> Well, there's lots of people there that you don't like, and you sort of you could go up to afterwards and almost like metaphorically flip the bird. What's that mean? Last week, yeah, flip the bird. You dirty no little finger. And 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 see, I I married Steve single. No, what are you talking about? And there's lots of people there. I thought it was a euphemism. Who you haven't got on with in the past, and then they're all being really nice to you. What I'm talking about. We get on with everyone, don't we? What does flip the bird mean? What does flip the bird? You've got that hipster thing. The that finger. Give me yeah, the finger. finger. Yeah, but I thought there was a dirty metaphor. No. You're always thinking this. Don't bring me down to your level till at least five minutes. <laughs> All right. uh, coming up after the road, we've got Steve and Ricky and lovely Claire. We're driving their desk. Hello. Right, Claire. Hello. Don't bend over like that, Claire. Put a, put a longer top on or something. You're up, boys. You're, you're very studious there. We are. We're working hard on the show. Just working out what we're going to play. <laughs> <laughs> What order? I love um, the way you even live the pretense. Some, what about some Foo Fighters mixed with the Strokes, Ricky? I wouldn't mind a bit of Strokes or no order. What should we kick in with? Uh, undecided yet, Rick. Probably got some ads to uh, to help us decide. That it's dilemma. That dilemma will be revealed in uh, just under four minutes. Stick around. Merry for Christmas, Tim. New Order and Crystal on XFM 104.9. Now listen to Ricky Gervais, obviously. With Steve Merchant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they like to know. They like to know if I'm here. They don't like to know. The fans do. Yeah. Um. Now, that was one of my favourite singles of the year. Yeah, it's a good song. And that's what we're going to be doing in this programme. We are going to be playing some of our favourite songs from the year, Rick. That's absolutely true. We're also going to be playing some songs that maybe we don't like. Exactly. Just for the hell of it. Yeah, because we're crazy guys. Yeah. We never know what's going to happen next. No, we uh, don't. Guess who's pressing the buttons, We genuinely Rick? don't. <laughs> well, you know who's pressing the buttons. You can see her, but that's the audience we don't. know what's going to happen next. <laughs> it's Sturgis. We've got Sturgis in. Claire Sturgis. XFM's Claire Sturgis. Yeah. Yeah. She stayed off it for just a day. She's yeah. not, no, no, she's, she's just... She's clean for a day. You're methadone, or what you <laughs> No, no, I'm clean now. You can actually clean, eh? Yeah, well done. Absolutely. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Congratulations, well done. yeah. That's for great, clean yeah. for Christmas. Oh. That's beautiful. You're still thieving, though, aren't you? You're still <laughs> the thieving. Just can't lose the it, thieving. But at least it, the money now goes on, like, you know, 40 bents in, as opposed to a little five-pound starter pack. It's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's sweet. Right, okay. It's nice it to see a little, nice, little yeah. miracle for Christmas, Rick. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I'm already in the Christmas mood. Are you in the Christmas mood? The thing is, right, what she's still got left over from it and the, the, these are the scars and the reminders of your smackhead thieving days. <laughs> are those little homemade tattoos on her face. Exactly. Exactly. She with a pin. Yeah, she looks some, like Seal. And, yeah, and some quink. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, but no, Merry Christmas to you, Claire. Yeah, Merry Thank Christmas. Thank you, Merry Christmas. Christmas. You're still living in the projects. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. one of those little she's miracles. She's still keeping it real. She's it's like wonderful. little tiny Tim. I tell you what, she's, she's a bit like Jesus Christ. <laughs> in a way, yeah, yeah. Anyway. That's blasphemous. Please play a record, Claire. <laughs> Linkin Park and one of their songs. Gervais, quick, come on, mate. He's got. He's coming back from the kitchen with a couple of cups of tea. It's like he's won an award. He doesn't care now. I'll turn up if I want to. Maybe we should do a twin spin, Sturgis. Do you want another yeah, record? Yeah, play something, okay. play something. Uh, here you are, then. Paul Weller. The changing man, the Absolutely. mod father. That's true enough. As they call him. Absolutely. See, now, you... Uh, you told the listeners that I was just too big to be here because I'd won some award. Yes. I was actually making the tea for all of us, wasn't I? It's awful, this that's tea. The, that's not the point. I shouldn't be making tea, a man, of my <laughs> position. And, yeah, You're right, you shouldn't be making tea. It's just awful. Uh, what, how, do you, what, how do you actually go about the tea? You understand how a cup of tea is made. But, uh, I, I, you know I, you've got to put a tea bag in there. No, but, uh, this is weird, right, because I actually can't make a good cup of tea or coffee. And it's strange. It must be something metaphysical. I put all the right ingredients in, just like everyone else does, and I boil the kettle and everything. But people do go, that, this Can is Can I tell rubbish. you where you're going wrong? Go on. Laziness. Why? Because you literally don't leave the tea bag in long enough. You literally dunk it in there, 
and throw it away. I was trying to get back in time because I no, got you a were. show. I saw you talking with Dermot O'Diddley, so don't give me that. And I've been around to your house before. There's been times, Sturgis, when he, I've tasted the tea and it tastes like washing up liquid. And I've said, what happened? And he went, there were some bubbles in there, yeah. Well, Did you not have rinsed out with some water for a well, don't, well, yeah, but I, I resent having to make tea. Yeah, but don't teach me a lesson. You, like, don't offer someone a cup of tea and then think, I'll teach them a lesson. They won't be asking for tea again. <laughs> when they usually were. <laughs> but, yeah. I've had to go and get an extra tea bag and dunk it in here. It's ludicrous. I know. It's mad, isn't it's it? It's pathetic. Anyway, but, it's Christmas. Let's not, let's not disrespect let's each not, other. Let's no. be cheery. Yeah. Can I tell Sturgis what you got your family for Christmas last year? I just remembered when oh, I was please, outside. please, please. It was a joy. Because Gervais is a, is a generous man, and he's a thoughtful man, and he's got a lot of brothers and sisters and a lot of nephews and, and uh, nieces and stuff. Well, I've got and about 20 people to yeah, get presents Yeah, you've got a lot of So, it's, you know, it's a tricky business. That's why I think, was it, you got him £200 worth of lottery scratch cards? <laughs> On the... I, I, I had about a minute. I was getting a lift down to Reading, and uh, it was my mate Jimmy. And uh, I went, "Hold oh, no, on, I just got to get uh, the presents." And I just well, I ran into the Seven Eleven opposite me and got to do this the scratch cards. That's amazing. It's such a working class jippo <laughs> gift, isn't it? But did any of them work? Anyone win? Any yeah, yeah. I mean, some people were down. That was a present. Hard luck. That, <laughs> That's the risk you take when you accept this present. Some people are up £70. Well, so they had a mind, great Christmas. Let's bear in mind that there's like some children who are like seven or eight, you know, <laughs> scratching off scratch cards. they got to be 18 to claim them. <laughs> and, it's really, and just the rest of your family sort of, I can imagine, just wrestling them off. You, know, you can't claim it anyway. Uh, no, it's... Have I won? No. No, you haven't. No. <laughs> I've got, oh, look, I've it's got three, three dumbbells. It's three the same. You don't get anything for that. Not in this game. Unlucky. Are you going to do that again this year? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Mercury Rev, The Dark Is Rising. That sounds a bit like a tribute to Neil Young. Beautiful, it, I thought it was wonderful. It was lovely, yeah. lovely. No, we're we're, we're going to play some lovely records oh, today. some beautiful songs today. Steve. All right. Uh, that's true. What did you call me then? Steve. <laughs> did you call me something else before? I didn't no. hear. I thought maybe you'd, you'd no. call me, I don't know, Jonathan or something. <gasps> no, I don't know, I don't know. Um, I, did, I didn't hear, I got paranoid. <laughs> um, uh, Christmas, we were talking about Christmas. Yeah. Um, gifts. What's wrong, no? I don't know what that meant. <laughs> what? Were you having a go at me because I went on John's Ross show? No, no, no. I thought you'd said something. You'd said my name by mistake. You'd said someone else's name when you are talking to me. Oh, right. I, But I didn't hear that. So when I heard you just okay. go, Steve, I thought you were correcting a mistake you hadn't made. No. No. Exactly. No, no. Oh, okay. All right. You see? Blunder. <laughs> <laughs> what did you call me? <laughs> Fatty. <laughs> Good. Uh, um, right. Uh... We're talking about Christmas, yes, yeah. Yes. Well, it is because it's just the it? fact that cause it's you... the right time of year to talk about it. To be honest, it's topical. <laughs> so let's carry on. Go on, shoot. <laughs> well, I just wondered if your Christmas uh, gift buying had always been as uh, thoughtful as it is. <laughs> oh well, no, that was see that was actually even though it was thought pretty lazy and thoughtless, it was quite generous in a sense, yes, the financial. Sure. But I remember, oh, <laughs> oh God, now. Even though I sort of come from a working class, working class family, and my dad was, um, you know, a labourer, and my mum was like a housewife, but I was spoiled at Christmas. I, you know, I didn't have like pocket money or, or gifts and that, but you know, she'd get out of a catalogue and pay for it for the rest of the year. So I did have great presents. Yeah. And because I had older brothers and sisters, they were earning, so I had good presents. And it was okay for me to, you know, give them nothing or do a card or something rubbish. But then I remember one year when I just suddenly realised I was too old to be doing this. It was like. It was like, you know, in Jaws, when it pulls focus. Yeah, and you yeah, go, oh, yeah. my God. And I just realised, that's the worst present you've ever... <laughs> it was, I think it was about 12 or 13. And I remember it now. My sister had got me a Cat Stevens album. Great. I think a, uh, a birdhouse uh, and, like, a quiz book yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. And it was my turn to give her a present. And it was a bottle of shampoo that I'd found in the bathroom and wrapped up. <laughs> 
It's a big jumbo, one of those Tesco's, you know... Had it not already that, been used? No, I don't think so. Mum had bought it, like, you know... You just topped it up with water, wrapped it up? No, I just, no, I just gave it to her and she went, oh, thanks, I thought... <laughs> That's oh, outrageous. God, that's rubbish. That's really it's bad. It's rubbish, isn't it? That's really bad. I know, yeah. I remember one year, um, I really wanted a scale electric, so I was going, I want scale electric. And my mum was going, no, you'll just get bored of it. I know what you're like, you'll get yeah. bored of it, and we'll have spent all that money, and you'll be bored. I was going, no, I won't. I love it, I love it, I love it. I'll play with it forever. And, I said, mm. and she was going, no, you won't, you won't. And I was going, I will, I love it. And so she bought me scale electrics, and I unwrapped it, and I was using it, I was using it. I was bored instantly. Yeah. But I didn't tell her. I pretended I loved it. And she, like, I'd always be playing it monotonously, hating it. I know. But I'm loving this, Mum. It's actually brilliant. You were wrong. You were so wrong. I'm loving it. I know. I, I, I think it was Sky Electric. So I, I think it was great at the time, but yeah, um, I think it was an XFM party, actually, years ago when they got Sky Electrics, and like, loads of us think, oh, yeah, I used to love it. Rubbish. Yeah, really it's, rubbish. It's tiny. Yeah. It's about two foot long. Yeah. You're, you go, put it back, put it back on, yeah. Dave. Yeah. There <laughs> exactly. you go. Oh, can you put it back on. Exactly. But you want it. You want it to at least kind of change into a robot, or yeah. kind of come off and just drive around the course. These days, it's all virtual, Steve. <laughs> That's true. Isn't it? In your mind, well, we all take a pill, don't yeah, we, Rick? Yeah. And then we're in some yeah, kind of fantasy Yeah, and then uh, yeah, I am Ayrton and Senna for a little while. What about those bloody computer games? No oh, one's reading a book God. anymore, are they? What's a tree? Download. <laughs> well, I'll <laughs> tell you what. I'm going to play a song now. I think I've dissed you two for about 15 mm. years, but I've got them wrong, and I'm going to play a lovely track off um, uh, the latest album. It's the last track on the album, Ground Beneath Her Feet. It's from uh, All You Can't Leave Behind. Beautiful And uh, it is, I think it's their, one of their greatest works. Live Forever, Oasis. Still good, that one. It is very good. That's 1993, 94. It's mad, isn't it? Long time ago, eh? Crazy. Cool. All Crazy. those years ago, when they were setting out, they were great, and they'd oh yeah. Before they became embarrassing. Well, they might they can still they come back. They could still come back. Their, their, their last album's not as good as their you know their, their first one and two and no. you know went but you know who knows Steve. Well, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Go um, on. it's been a good gear for hip hop, Rick. Can yeah. I surprise you? Go uh, on. I've gone off hip hop uh, of recent years, but I've uh, I've been charmed this year by Bubba Sparks' album. I yeah. thought it was fun. Chop, 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 um, chop, I think Della Soul had an album this year. Which yeah, 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 they did. That they was did, good. They did, good. They did. Uh, I didn't mind the Jay Z album. Uh, see, I like to cut the tracks. Yeah, it's all right on there. I yeah. actually quite liked. There's Is a new Outcast compilation that I don't know if that's out yet, or maybe it's just going to come out. I was out disappointed in the by the good. album. I bought it on the street. Well, Rick, I'm surprised. There's a new little compilation. I like the little owl. I like the owl and the cat and the dog. The and new I'm... little compilation, Go Rick, on. has lots of tracks from their previous albums and other singles, and it's a good little dynamite buy. Maybe Steve, something for the new year in the sales. Just going to make a note of that. I'm going to buy that on the way home. Do it. <gasps> Um, but the album that I was particularly charmed by, Princess Superstar, is. Well, now, I'm... a lot of people have been dismissing her as a bit yeah. of a novelty sort of rapper. They um, said the same about Timmy Mallet, so don't listen to them. <laughs> so don't listen to them. That's what I'm saying. So, um, so another track we did on. play. We played a while back, yeah. uh, Untouchable Part 2, which sure. was Dynamite. Yeah. And this is another track. I think this was a single. It's called uh, Bad Babysitter. She raps very quickly, but listen carefully because the lyrics are fun. And slow it down a little bit, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, honey, now the name of the restaurant and my cell phone number are on the refrigerator. Tell us about it, Steve. From the album Princess Superstar is Princess Superstar and Bad Babysitter. Did you enjoy it, Rick? Yeah, I did. Good, good. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that. Uh, yeah. That's two That's two out of two from that album I've liked. Yeah, exactly. I think I'll go and buy the album on the way home, <laughs> Do it, Steve, make another note, note of that, You've got Outcast to buy, which has not actually been released yet, but I'm sure you can pull some strings. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll get someone onto that. <laughs> good. good. Okay, XFM 104.9. It's the Vicky Gervais Show. Absolutely. Can I stop you there? Go on. With Steve Merchant. Thanks very much. No, no worries, yeah. Cheers. <laughs> uh, we're talking about presents here. I just remembered something else I had. Um, uh, I was... I was just into science from like the age of like five, six to about um, so 18, 19. I'm still into it, but 
um, I studied it and I absolutely loved it. And I got a microscope set when I was about, I suppose, 10 mm -hmm. or 11. And uh, just looking at butterfly wings and just anything under there, like, you know, like 300 times. I thought this was amazing. Right? And in it came these little shrimp eggs. And uh, you could look at them and then you could sort of, you could breed them. You had to put them in a salt water solution and then keep them at a certain temperature. And they think, oh, and a nice little beach and they'd come out. Yeah. What I did speed up the process a little bit, <laughs> popped it on the electric fire, right? <laughs> we had a fake, one of those fake plastic coal things with one of those little metal things that turned round from the heat and made it look like flames. It right. didn't. <laughs> no. I'll be honest, it didn't. Because <laughs> who the hell was fooled? Yeah. Was coming in going, you got a lovely roaring <laughs> fire there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The flames were encased behind that plastic coal. <laughs> exactly. But I love it. Popped them on there, left them there for a little while, bit too hot, <laughs> came back, just melted, really. <laughs> just dry, and the thing was sort of slightly warped. So, them shrimps did not see the light of day. <laughs> Once again, your laziness and sinfulness yeah. just... I've got uh, to speed up the experiment. Absolutely. Come on. I, I can advance nature. Yeah, come exactly. On. Yeah. Uh, uh, Do you um, stand in front of a microwave just going, come, come on, on? Come on, yeah. A minute uh, and a half for soup. It's ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's so, majestic. Uh, yeah, but I learnt my lesson. Yeah. Now yeah. I... I, I Make sure the shrimps are the right temperature. Exactly. That's terrible. You reminded isn't it? me of something I was going to say then, but I can't remember. I've embarrassed myself live on air. Yeah. Should have kept that quiet. No one would have known. <laughs> no one was there thinking, I wish Steve would say something. Now it's crazy. What I was Steve going to say? The story. Yeah. Oh, um, I know what it was. It was what you said about the um, about the sort of the fire and that that idea of kind of buying a piece. It's like when people buy a fake Rolex watch. Yeah. And they they tell people it's fake. Utter waste of time. Yeah. Why are you told me that? It's like, what, what you're not, you're, I'm getting one over on the Rolex people. But uh, you're, you're right on that side, but the point is, why buy a fake Rolex watch? I mean, why buy a Rolex watch? I think they're well, very they expensive. Look good. They look nice. Yeah. yeah. And it's a, but it's a transparent display of wealth, but it's when there's like a builder who you know is on like £5 an hour wearing a Rolex. You're joking, aren't you, Steve? <laughs> Hod carriers can get upward of £550 a day. <laughs> so you've embarrassed yourself. <laughs> I don't know anything. It seems like I don't know anything about the building industry anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Do you know once, I, my friend showed off this watch that he'd bought, um, and a guy had sort of, a dodgy bloke had sold it to him on the street. Yeah. Uh, and he'd been up in London, and some guy on Oxford Street had sold him this watch, and it looked really good, and it worked fine for years, and it, and it just looked class, and I thought, wow, that's brilliant. And I came to London for something, and I walk, walked up and down Oxford Street for two and a half hours trying to get sold a dodgy watch. And I'd be going up to people, like, selling lighters, going... Yeah, not interested in lawyers. Got any uh, watches? Yeah. Go, no, I haven't got any watches. Go down to the yeah. perfume guy. And I go down to the perfume guy. You, any watches? I love the idea that they saw you go, nah, I'm not going to watch. And they go, no. <laughs> I know. Why? It's a bad advertisement, mate. If people <laughs> yeah. see you walking around with this, it's not good for trade. What? How dare you? <laughs> Send me one of those stolen watches. I can't do it, mate. More than my job's worth. <laughs> Tim Benson. Bla that's a gr Black Snow. That's a great tune. Good song, I, isn't it? I love it. I, it's sort of like punky, but it's got more in common with stuff like Steppenwolf and My Bad only worry Company. is that, um, so are they like back? sort of 18 year olds who, like Gomez, are trying to sound like they've kind of had a rough, hard no, living life? No, no. They are old 40 somethings. Well, no, no, they're not. They're sort of, but they're, they're dirty. Yeah, good, yeah. good. Do you notice that uh, Steve Taylor, the man with the knowledge, just yeah. popped in there yeah, to just bid us in Merry it. Christmas? Yeah. And I noticed, Claire, you said something like, uh, has he got another kid, did you say? Yeah. How many yeah. children has he got? I think he's got the two now. Yeah. He clearly, he has got the knowledge, hasn't he, in every sense. Yeah. I imagine he's a great lover. Hey, well, he knows. I imagine he's got wonderful fingers. He knows what but magic but, fingers. Well, he's actually got little little um, toady hands. Right. <laughs> he's he uses a lot of utensils. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's got. He's invented all these little things that go with <laughs> and it just yeah. it's over very quickly, yeah. so we can get on with learning. <laughs> Pleasure he, gloves. Yeah. Because even when he's making love, there's a stack of trivia books. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. So well, he's... he can tell you about kind of great shags of the past. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, he's there. Here he comes. Yeah, here he comes. Oh, look, I love him. Because you don't know this, listeners, but he looks like Penfold. Of yeah, Danger oh, Mouse. He does. He hasn't stopped him breeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not... You don't usually you call, it, the you call it breeding when it's humans. Steve but, um, Taylor, the man with the knowledge. Come in, come in, come in. Come in. Hey. All Merry right. Christmas to you. It's like Steve Wright in his posse. All right, Merry Christmas. Hi. Hi. Are you a great ladies' yeah. man? Were you a great ladies' man before you were married? It's not something I talk about. I'm married now. Because, right, because he's sort of like got a little shaved head and he's got a beard and it's exactly the same colour, sort of, sort of ginger hair. He looks like a tennis ball. <laughs> it's just <laughs> hair, the exact the same length, when all over his in, face. There's no head. reason for me to come in, was that abuse was happening without me here? Yeah, I know. And now I've come in, you just continue it. But say hello, so it's with your blessing him. I think we're nice. Say Merry Christmas. Hi, Merry Christmas, all listeners. See, well, you're on at five o'clock, aren't you? Uh... Yeah. Right, I'm going to make a note of that. When I've bought those yeah. two albums, I'm going to listen to Steve Taylor, The Man With The Knowledge, on at five o'clock on XFM. Yeah, isn't it incredible? Because he's been in since 11 o'clock this morning, just compiling in. information for every record he'll be playing. Yeah. The show's only 20 minutes long. But you know, with him, it's because he's got to offload it. Yeah. He's got to talk about it all the time, because it's, it's you know, he's got a huge brain. It's mm. warm. It's going warm. Yeah. Um, information. What, what are you playing next, Claire? Uh, you bored? Stuff. Sorry, yeah. will, will yeah. we boring you, you two? Oh, it was just that list, isn't that cute? Yeah. So can you yeah. tell us about uh, Star Sailor? What do you know about some interesting facts about Star Sailor? Into the microphone, into the micropole that goes down the loudy box and out to the radiograph in the homes all around England. <laughs> They're rubbish. Thank you. Steve Taylor, controversial view. Still, he has bred people. <laughs> hives, hives, for that Star Sailor. It's been a bit of a punk sort of show this, isn't it? Yeah, so in general, in, in year, you know, the whole year's been a little bit of a, I blame the strokes, but, you see, I, I, I enjoyed punk. You were too young and don't care for it, but... But I have to say that if, if, if punk the first time round was as exciting as I found it this year, then I, I, I've missed out because I've really enjoyed it. Really. So I, I want to go home and play you all, all, all things like um, X-Ray Specs mm, and, you mm. know, things like that now. Are they as kind of melodic, though, as, as things like the Strokes and um, and uh, White Stripes and so on? Are they kind of tuneful? Because well, the, the, the White Stripes... In fact, I've picked them a very bad example because they were sort of like pop punk and polished was almost it, she wasn't a it wasn't a joke but um they had saxophones and stuff so right. it's, it's not as probably a bad example of early mm, mm. i mean just i mean the sex pistol summed it all up you yeah know. sure sure but uh well we, we we enjoyed that don't we no we did we did I, I have to say that although there has been a nice bit of sort of punky uh, sound this year for me it's been very much a year for the geeks and you'd have thought I'd have enjoyed well, that. Well, that's but new actually, metal, though, isn't it? Well, it is the, the new metal. Sort of these people are in their bedroom playing sort of computer games. I can't and believe that new metal has taken over the world. It's, it's just mad, incredible. isn't it? It's absolutely huge. Suddenly, Link, Linkin Park and. But uh, see, I don't mind things like you know Marilyn Manson because they're you know they're having a go, they're having a bit of a laugh, and you know. But I, I just. But it always so... seemed so perennially uncool to me when I was younger. Anyone who was into that kind of music, I just thought loser. And that's, I mean, that's. And coming the from you, calling the pot black. Yeah, imagine that. But it's the it's year of the geeks, not just because of new metal, but also because of just these fantasy films with the Harry Potter stuff and now Lord of the Rings. It's like everyone's obsessed. Now it's cool to play stuff. Dungeons and Dragons. I know I can't get over it. I'm stunned. It's scary, isn't it? Because one... I was never into that rubbish. No, I've always thought it's, it's like. Yeah. It's like people who are still obsessed with Harry Potter. They go, I'm rereading Harry Potter for the third time. And I think, listen, I haven't read it. Okay, I'm sure it's very good. But you're rereading it for the third time. There are books out there written by adults for adults yeah. with like sex and other exciting things. Yeah. And it's Harry Potter, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll just read Like in case you missed something the first time. Right? But maybe they're learning the spells. <laughs> I just, I'm stunned by it. I mean, I, I, have you read it all, Claire? Are you all up on this? What, Harry, Harry Potter? Potter I actually went out and bought the first Harry Potter book and lost interest halfway through because there was no sex in it. No, so exactly. It's bothered. like why I never go to see any Disney films. There's never the prospect of any nudity. If, that's, right. if there's no chance of... See, I think, you're buying, I think you're actually buying the wrong books. Right. What you want to buy, Steve, is a pornographic magazine. Tell me more. Well, 
in there, you see, what you get, ladies. <laughs> Other ladies, sometimes ladies. Nudie ladies. Sometimes ladies. Stereophonics and the theme tune to BBC <laughs> Two's The Office, handbags and glad bags. Absolutely. Um, so I think we should be playing Christmas songs as well, though. Because America's War is Christmas. over. A great, great. Is it really? What the theme tune to The Office? I think you meant is yeah. I think you meant is war really over? <laughs> it yeah. is. Thanks, John. Yeah. It yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's, oh. Well, there. To be fair, Rod Stewart did it first. Yeah. And we don't use the stereophonics version. Oh, no. Right, or okay. the Rod Stewart version. Thank no. you. Too expensive. Exactly. Cost a fortune. Like to re-record it. Yep. A little known facts. Yeah. <laughs> you should yeah. save that for the DVD. Or Steve Taylor would have blown it anyway, yeah, exactly. wouldn't he? To come up with the knowledge and told yeah. him everything. I was thinking, actually... Fairytown, New York. A beautiful song. Can, we, can song. we find It'd that? It'd be nice to try and dig it. I'm sure everyone's playing it at the moment. Yeah, let's do it, yeah. Let's but, I mean, we it. should. It's good. No, it's let's great. play Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. Can we McCartney. play uh, Driving Home for Christmas, Chris Rea? Oh, he is. Oh. Hey, there's a lyric in that that goes, uh, I look at, he's in, in the car driving for Christmas, and he looks over at the other bloke in the other car, he goes, he's just the same as me. Yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> he's just the same <laughs> as me. Yeah. Is he saying he's copied him? He's like, oi, you yeah. why are you wearing, that's the same as me, that is. What did you get your missus? The same, yeah. is it? Are you? Who are, are you a stalker? I'm Chris Rhea. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. He's going up to Newcastle. Exactly. Are they talking it? Is that where he's from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Middlesbrough or Newcastle or? Do you remember when Rhea made a Cleveland? film? Cleveland. Go on. Chris Rhea made a film. They all do it, like, Dave Stewart made that film with the All Saints, Honest. No yeah. one went to see it. No. But Chris Rea made a film, which was like a kind of fantasy thing. Well, I think Shirley Bassey turned up in it, where he was like, have you ever seen this? No, but, oh, oh, no, I can't tell you. I'll tell you off air. Really? Is it outrageous? Is it, Chris, is it libelous to Chris no, Rea? No, no, I had to interview Chris Rea about this. Really? And Shirley Bassey was there. And, and she and she pulled up in her limo. Interview. Yeah, I don't, don't ask me. Don't ask me. What it was were you some, for? It was for some satellite and TV And what did Bassy show. say? Did she, did she disrespect the No, no. When Bassy came into Pinewood Studios, <laughs> when she came in, we all had to leave the set so she could drive through the set. We all had to leave so she could oh. drive in. Mm -hmm. No. Just thought I'd tell you that. Oh. It's very boring, really. I wish I hadn't told you that. What do you mean? She too. drove her car into the set? No, she was driven into Pinewood right. Studios, into right. wherever they were filming, and we had to all leave why as she arrived. Because, I don't know. Did she know what you do? She didn't just, like me. Went, yeah. I don't want that smackhead around <laughs> here, in here, you know. <laughs> I got some valuables in here. Yeah, yeah. Sturgis. Diamonds yeah. are forever, especially when she's around. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I never saw the film, Steve, in answer to your questions. Yeah, well, I don't think anyone did, but it's the fact that Chris Rea got money to make a film. I mean, has he released a song for years? He's still going. He's, Is he? he's probably got a little bit of back catalogue going. You mentioned Paul McCartney as well. We were talking about that with Steve Taylor. And I'm wondering, because you're talking about his money and the fact he's got loads of wealth, and that's fair enough, and he obviously deserves it. But mm. what I'm wondering is, he's got to be he's such Steve, a rich Steve, does man. anyone deserve it? <laughs> Unless they spread it around. Really. Politics, politics. But um, he's Go obviously, on. I mean, he must be one of the richest men, in, certainly in this country, and I'm yeah. sure, you know, internationally. Millions. Yeah. I don't know if he's reached the billion mark yet. But I'm wondering to myself, why doesn't he spend some of that money making his missus like a bionic leg? That'd be amazing. Oh, Do you know what I mean? God. She could, like, leap over buildings and stuff. That'd be genius. Well, she wouldn't leap. She'd hop. Because if I had that much money, I would. She could only hop. She'd, well, she'd just be running around in a circle. She'd, she'd win, the, she'd win the, get the, the other one sports well. games, wouldn't she? It's go easy. Just yeah. one hop. <laughs> exactly. She's won. I mean, it'd just oh. be incredible. Because I don't know. I mean, the Bionic Man, it was it was expensive then, wasn't it? Six million then, Steve. <laughs> Christ knows what it would cost now with inflation. Six million dollars, of course. That's only about um, four million pounds <laughs> yeah. sterling. Yeah. But now, and that was like, what was that, 74 or something? It, must co it cost you a fortune. Hundreds of million. Oh, million. I wouldn't even want a guesstimate. But he's got, he got, the, he got the eye. Sure. That's useful. Yeah. He can, well, see miles away. Yeah. Um, he's got the two legs. You need the two legs for running. Did he have the two legs? Wouldn't it be, yeah, of course he did. Otherwise, he'd be hopping, wouldn't he? Yeah. Do you, do you
dun, 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 dun. But uh, he got the one arm. He need the one arm. They thought, let's not look mad. Let's not make him completely bionic. <laughs> yeah. But the one thing that I, w always worried me, right, was that when he lifted up a truck with his one good arm, why didn't his back collapse? Yeah, yeah. He didn't have a bionic spine, did he? Sure. I could sure. see I could see him lying on the ground and sort of like doing a sort of leg press. That'll be fine. But when he stand up, his leg, his back would just collapse, wouldn't it? Yeah. So you're beginning to wonder if an astronaut <laughs> who fell out of a, uh, an airplane while test driving it and was rebuilt as a half robot, you're wondering if there's maybe some flaws in that, uh, yeah. In that concept. Yeah. And sure. Oscar Goldman, I don't know what... And isn't it convenient that his girlfriend had the same, two legs, one arm... I think that's this, what drew him closer this, together, though, really. This time she had the ear. I don't think he was just on the pull and by chance he got her undressed. He thought, my God, that does... That looks like a familiar plastic arm. And there was a bionic dog, wasn't there? And a horse, apparently. But well, why do you need a bionic horse? I know. When you can run at 70 miles an hour, you don't really need to get on a horse, do yeah. you? Unless the bloke that had the bionic horse wasn't bionic, and he could run, like, really Well, I fast. think the problem was that they'd spent so much money on all these bionic things, they just made a bionic horse, entered it in races. Yeah, he gets all their money back. Yeah, exactly. Steve Austin, he's not, he's not <laughs> exactly. turning up, he's swanning round. They're a very costly investment. Does anyone remember Bionic Man? Is this just, yeah? It's also shown again, isn't it? On Bravo. Everyone knows who the Bionic Man Oh, just ask Canfield about it. Oh, but yeah. he loves it. Because Canfield's only about 14 and he knows the Bionic it, Man. I know, yeah. He's yeah. been watching it for 13 and a half years. Sturge, um, let's play another song because it, we just played the cover version of uh, Handbags and Glarags. Sure. Great song, really good. Yeah. And uh, I've been playing cover version. versions all this year. Mm. And uh, one of my favourites was this Run one I played. Cover. I played a long time back. Actually, I think this, I played this when we were standing in for Dermot O'Diddley. Yeah. Not he was back today, wouldn't he? just pops up when he wants. Exactly. And he? But um, I'm not going to play any cover versions in the new year. That's Go on. That cover me up or cover well, me bad. That's cover me, I, run for cover. Well, I've I've finished with my um, f oh, I I call it film review. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. So yeah. We've, we're going to have all new features in the new year. Yeah. But uh, this is I'd love to play this again. This is a once around the block, as done by the Kings of Convenience. Play this, Claire. Lovely. Mm. short-lived um, kind of uh, new folk movement, wasn't there, this year, that kind of came and went. And the Kings of the Convenience were supposed to be part of that. And their album, uh, Quiet is the New Loud, I thought was an absolute treat, and a lot of people just sort of ignored it. Lovely, lovely track, but lovely uh, version. That was never actually on the album, that was from the Toxic Girl uh, single. And that's Once Around the Block by Badly Drawn Boy, as done by the Kings of Convenience. Beautiful. This is great, isn't it, coming in and just, like, playing songs? Oh, man, it's a, it's a lovely, lovely Do job. you think the listeners enjoy this as much as we do? I would imagine not. No, I don't think no. so either. No. But does that make us bad people? No, I don't think it no. does. It makes us wealthy people. And lucky, very lucky. That's true. <laughs> PJ Harvey. Lovely. Love it, great. Great, I'm loving this, Steve. Yeah, no, it's Nearly great. Christmas. I had a couple of chocolates there, didn't I? Oh, the yeah. The purple ones in roses. Mm, mm, very mm, much mm. like the Quality Street one, the hazelnut and the toffee. Yeah. But... Get me in the mood. Now, I know if you're a fan like me, uh, you love the roast dinner. Oh. We love the roast dinner. But the Uber roast dinner is the Christmas dinner. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. No, I'm thinking about like it now. I can't believe how many different sort of meats mm. you're going to have in your house. Well, we always have the turkey, obviously. Yeah. Traditional. Plus, we always yeah, have a little yeah. bit of pork, a little bit of lamb. Oh, God. And the, don't, don't forget the sausage, you know. Well, I love the fact that someone's designed the turkey uh, Christmas dinner and then they thought, wait a minute, I also want a little sausage and let's wrap it in bacon. Why not? Let's just have, have some stuffing well. Can we have all the meats that are available? Someone said, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's sausage meat in the stuffing. Now, and well, sue me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sue me if I want a bit of extra sausage. You know what I mean? Oh. It's the it's the greatest. It's the work of art, and it takes it's hours. Rick, can I ask you what kind of Go veg on. you going uh, with this year? Veg. Well, I, I just love the roast potato. I mean, people have tried to sneak in the Brussels sprouts because you don't eat vegetables or anything no, I try green. Not parsnip, to eat. parsnips. 
I love parsnips, but when they're crisp and crunchy, like a like a like a trendy crisp yes. in a wine bar, I love <laughs> yes. it when you know, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. I can I, I will be having carrots. We'll be having leeks. We'll be having <laughs> Brussels, obviously. Yeah, uh, Brussels. Yeah. Um, and there's we'll all, my mum will always throw in a little bit of something crazy. Maybe there'll be a little bit of red cabbage, something or, wild, or, you know, something or, exotic, or something vim, or a used condom. To be quite honest, I think she's mental. Your mother, <laughs> she's got to um, stop that. But who knows? Any kind of uh, any kind of treats. I'm looking for. I'm just so. And I love the fact about the Christmas dinner. Is it people are taking weeks, years planning it. I know. They take yeah. you know they're months. Going to dig up yeah, frost. Did have you told? Can you talk about your your grandparents? Well, my grandparents, of course. The thing about my grandparents, I have mentioned this before. Yeah. I don't. Think I love they, this. I think they've got about three teeth between them. It's unbelievable. They they. My grandfather. They're all had, their own though. He was in the RAF in the war, <laughs> right? And he, for some reason, he, he had problems with his teeth, and they pulled them all out oh, and really? they replaced them with um with a, a false set of false teeth. But during the wartime, I don't know whether this was just like what it was like during the war or just the forties. But he had a kind of wooden plate put in with like some kind of fake teeth attached. Oh no! Um, and he's never had that changed. So you know, he's still got the wooden plate and about three teeth still hanging on it. Oh. It's just a, so he and my grandmother combined, they cannot eat anything that's kind of solid. So they will literally get up for a Christmas dinner. They'll get up and they'll put the meat on like it's sort of six in the morning. Go back to bed for the day. Get up and eat it about nine o'clock at night. And they and the best compliment you can have if you've cooked dinner for my grandparents is, oh, this is lovely. You can suck it away. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine Why don't they just li liquidise it? Have a nice little roast they have done. smoothie. They have done in the past. Really, and a little apple crumble smoothie if to we follow. Take them out to f if we take them out to eat, uh, like at a restaurant or something, we've got to phone ahead to make sure there's fish on the menu. Really? Because they can only have fish. But then the bones, you see, that's a problem for them. Well, you can take the bones out of fish, can't you, and sort of mash it up. Yeah, but the eyes are going Steve, as well. Steve, could I suggest the fish cake? <laughs> it's already mashed. It's with the potato. It's in a crispy crumb, which doesn't hurt anyone, whether you got teeth or not. Rick, can I um, go on? Make a little. Yeah. I just want to make it because obviously yeah. not everyone's as fortunate at Christmas, Rick. No. As us. What about, about the vegetarians? <laughs> <laughs> what are they eating? A nut cutlet. <laughs> what the hell a is lovely a nut little nut cutlet. cutlet. Can't they have like tofu, but but in the shape of a turkey? But I love the fact that so often, you know, certainly your Linda McCartney veggie items, they always try to fool you into thinking it's the real thing. You know, some veggie sausages that they've injected with something so they'll taste like sausages. Yeah. Which Eat the like real you, thing. I know you don't really need it, that arbitrary shape. If it's You might as well just have any shape. But what you angers can, me with the vegetarians, really? What angers me with the vegetarians and the vegans, even worse, is that, look, we're breeding all these animals to be eaten. Yeah. They're going to get slaughtered anyway. Chow down! Come yeah. on! Yeah. Those chickens in those little kind of pens, you know, four of them in a little square box. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're sort of crapping eggs out every couple of minutes. Yeah. You're not, eaten. you're not a zoologist, are you? I am not officially... Yeah, no, but I know what I'm talking about. Right? Yeah, you I've, do. I've, I've seen brochures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've yeah. walked past a farm while on holiday. Excuse me, farmer. Could um, your finest hens crap me some eggs for my tea? <laughs> no chick, worries. Chick, 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 chicken, crap a little egg for me. Oh, Brilliant. Old Christmas classic. Oh. I, no, spare a thought for the vegetarians and worse still the vegans. Yeah, and uh, what about Travis? What do you think they'll be doing this Christmas? I'm a whale of a time. I'll tell you what, Steve. It was an excuse to play the record. Genius. It was a link. Travis. And Driftwood on XFM 104.9. It's the Christmas edition of the Ricky Gervais Show with Steve Merchant. Hi. I'm loving it. Yeah, it's good. I'm in the Christmas spirit, actually, I have to yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I do enjoy it. I do enjoy Will you be looking forward to, I know everyone talks about it, Rick, but Christmas telly? I love Christmas telly. Uh, Christmas Day telly is great. I get up and, and Noel's giving out some presents around hospitals and that, and then you might have a, the, 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 
uh, number ones of the year mm, mm. from um, uh, top of the pop. Then you might have a little, I don't know, I don't watch the Queen speech, but, you know, you have a little sleep then, don't yeah, you? Maybe exactly. after a big yeah. roast dinner with too many sausages. Yeah. I'm only joking, Mum, let's have some more. <laughs> <It's thrilling>. <laughs> <laughs> more yeah. chocolate, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's, let's not, you know, there's, there's like people starving in the there world, so let's not rub it in. Hopefully they're not listening to the radio. No, probably not. Just scrabbling around in the cold and the dirt <laughs> looking for food. <laughs> <laughs> we are actually laughing about it. Know, we actually, are. we actually laugh. Rick, about, I find that if I laugh on. about it, then I can ignore the problem easier. Yeah, <laughs> not face that, up to the horror. Yeah, I know that, that that's too easily done, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. It's too easy to face the horror of the world. It's better to laugh it off. I know. That's what annoys me about buskers. Because mm. a beggar just sits there and you can pretend you haven't seen him. Exactly. Whereas a busker's shouting out. Yeah, and you want to go. He know, you know, unless you're deaf and blind, mm. he knows. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. Yeah. So, have you anyway. cultivated a kind of universal? I've cultivated this kind of thing. I always do with a beggar when they offer their hand. I just, I don't even say anything anymore. I just sort of, kind of offer up my hands as though to say, "Look, I have no money in my yeah. hands," and just yeah. a kind of, a kind of sympathetic turn of the head, and I yeah. sort of mouth some words like, and it normally involves "sorry, mate" or something. Yeah. Because I find it's better to be courteous than like kick them in the head or anything like that. Yeah, no, know? I never do that, and I, and I always acknowledge them. I never, I actually never ignore them. No, and and sometimes I give depending on. Or, uh, Although yeah, I have to say another all situation. Another it? successful I, year for me of avoiding the big issue salesman. I've never bought a copy of the big issue. I love the fact you are actually proud of that. Well, it's, it got to the point where it, where I, I actually am appalled by myself, but it's like it's a contest now. It's like I've managed to do it for so long that it's like, it's almost a competition with myself. Well, to it's avoid the same as me with reading a novel. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. Although I blew that in 1987 when I read Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> I'm still kicking myself. I, uh, I'm looking forward, of course, to... I'm hoping it'll be Dennis Norden's Laughter File, Volume 7. Oh, seven, you're having a laugh, 27? It, it, it used to be it'll be right on the night, but I think they've changed the name to Dennis Norden's Laughter well, File. Well, it, it's great, though, isn't it? Because he comes... You're one of those people. And it, one of those goes, people. This is something we call doorstop. <laughs> yeah. And it's sort of like, just what... Yeah. And it's, yeah. uh, doesn't he just go into the director this general? This is one called Let Sleeping Logs Die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, oh, God. But what I don't understand is why people, why no one has said to him, or why hasn't he watched that TV? Why hasn't he, at Christmas, right, he's gone home with the family, he's watched, he's gone, come on, everyone, let's watch my show. And he's watched it. It's and an he, after file, 27. Yeah, left, and I, that's me. The family must have been faking laughter. And why is he not turning around why did no one tell me? Yeah. Crap! Why doesn't he go to Greg Dyke and go or whatever it's on? Well, it's like, ITV, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Oh, who's that then? ITV Task. It's Paymasters. I don't know. They change every week, don't they? But go to go. Just watched uh, me on that Laughter File Twenty Seven. It's rubbish, isn't it? And they go, yeah. They go, well, why didn't you tell us that? Well, we thought we thought it would kill you, to be quite honest. But why didn't you let my son take over or something? Well, Dennis, he's he's eighty-four. <laughs> How old am I then? Well. We don't know. <laughs> we, we've had you carbon dated, but it's off the scale. <laughs> but why do you let me carry that stupid file? Are you reading this now, Dennis? Well, I, I can't am, yeah. remember what I got to say. Well, don't, don't read it. Just, just speak normally. Two coffees, please, waiter. No. This is what we call talking to the director general. <laughs> Stop it. But I can't wait for that. Yeah. And uh, oh, there is two. two who, um, can I just say one? On. Who's in the audience of Dennis Lawrence? <laughs> who's, who's, who's gone? Joan, I got two tickets for a laughter file. I can't yeah, believe my luck. I've been on the internet. Because they're always laughing, cracking up the people on that show. I've never laughed once. Maybe it was an audience that they filmed in 1973, mm. where it was the first time they saw a goalkeeper get hit in the balls yeah. or something, or Jackie Charlton or something, or, <laughs> exactly. or, or a dog fall off a slide. Well, it's people, it's either old people who just can't remember, they've already seen those clips a thousand times before. Like yeah. Times or yeah. it's, um, 
I was always thinking of the, the people. It's um, what's that show? Uh, that um, Beadle used to do the. Um, Beadle's You've been about. framed. You've been framed. I think now what's happening is while Lisa Riley's doing all the scripted jokes, there's just someone stood behind her, maybe just showing a picture of her like nude or in yeah. a bikini or just pointing and just making jokes at her expense. Exactly. That's yeah. why they're laughing. He's lovely, Lisa Riley, oh, off uh, Emmerdale, of course. Old, fatty Riley. No, don't say it's not fat. It might be glad you don't know. <laughs> it could be glad. No, just stop it. <laughs> You can't say I that. I don't know. Thing. I've gone a bit crazy. I've just gone. No, gone no. A bit but she, wild. she. What if she's listening to this and she gets an eating disorder or something, yeah. or you yeah. know, becomes bulimic because of what you? She's probably at home binging now. I know. She's leaving out the vomit and she can't get her fat fingers <laughs> in her mouth. Anyway, I tell you what, the best gig of the year, surely the White Stripes, Rick. I know everyone's raving about. Unless they hear one of their tracks. What's it called again, Claire? Fell in love with a girl. Folks. <laughs> Kirsty McCall, Fairytale, New, New York. We're just um, saying, it's, it's, just, it's just a brilliant song, isn't it's it? Genius. It's, it's genius. Great. And what I love is the fact that it was quite a big hit, and it's like sometimes even a majestic song like that, that normally would get overlooked, just manages to drift up to the surface somehow, and even, you know, everyone, the, the white trash. Well, the the, the imagery is great as well. How can old slut on junk be romantic? Amazing. Well, we're fans. Yeah. Sturgis thought he was talking about her. <laughs> Leave it, Sturgis. You know, You're clean. Way we are. No, You're way. clean now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, well, we got we got more treats. Um, after this, we've got, this, to, uh, we've a got song, song for the ladies. ladies. We're, yeah, we're going out of um, uh, sync here. We're going to play song for the ladies, the penultimate track, because yep. I want to leave them with a Christmas classic, the Joni Mitchell classic, uh, uh, River. So look forward to that. Absolutely, well, well, it's been a great show. It has, even even though I say so myself. Yeah, yeah you I've know, enjoyed I've enjoyed it. it. Looking back over the year, Rick, looking can forward I just, to Christmas. Go on. Can I just throw a thanks, a big thanks, out to all the people that have emailed us and phoned in and written to us over and the sent last us six things. months? I think yeah. it's about four people who keep doing it. Yeah. Recycling the same under different names though. Exactly, but we don't we don't tend to read stuff out, but uh, it is appreciated. It is, and it's often gets into the show whether you know it or not. Exactly, in some way we steal off steal your jokes and pass them off as our own. Not nice email from someone there saying there is a tofurkey. Tofur a tofurkey, yeah, so a tofu turkey. Yeah, you can buy it in the whole trimmings. See, the trimmings. Uh, and I, yeah. I made that up. I mm. could have written that down and well, it had already been done. Yeah. So I said we can't paint in a tofurkey. Sure, sure. So I've embarrassed myself again. Sturgis, are you going to be driving home for Christmas? No, I'm, I'm going to be here. Christmas. I'm going to be here. God, she's working. He's yeah. just the same as me. <laughs> she's working on Christmas, do Oh, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Someone emailed me the other week saying, will I be voice-tracked over what Christmas? Well, I, I'm not quite sure. It's a radio term, apparently. Right, right. But no, I, I will be live. Wow. On Christmas Day? Oh, yes, Christmas Day evening. So you can't drink and stuff? Well, well, not, not, well not as much no, as like, yeah, yeah. you no. would have liked. I mean, you're I'll always drunk on there, obviously. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but it's getting that point. I didn't know she drank till I saw her sober one day, one yeah. Sunday morning when she came in to do an early show, and she was talking differently. Yeah. She went, I, the pub's not open yet. Exactly. And I uh, realised. <laughs> it's terrible, isn't it? Yeah. Well, what should we play now, I don't know, well, I've kind of felt like we've sort of exhausted ourselves, really. We've run out of stuff to say. We've, we? passed, we've made all our observations about Christmas. Yeah. We've taken a sideways glance <laughs> at, at the sausage. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I don't right, funny word. This year's Stuffing. Christmas. Remember we talked about stuff? Do you remember the... It was, I think it was four links ago. Yeah, sure. No, no, listen. Do you, we're going to call it... <laughs> s sausage loving. <laughs> and we talked about all the different things you have on a plate and that. And we started off with, like, turkey. And then well, we went... On, I'm just trying to remember some of the uh, amusing bloopers that took place uh, over the course of the show. Uh, remember when you didn't make it back in time for the link and you were making tea? <laughs> I was making tea! That was a oh, God! One. What was that one mm. when, um... I think you said something like, um, uh, that was a right stri white stripes. He's, he's exactly. going to say the word wrong yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, if you're one of those people... Oh, this is great. I'll tell you what. I'd like to play a record because I'd like to talk about this link later. Yeah. <laughs> Should we play a record? Yeah, well, let's look back on it, like, you know, amusingly, like I Love 1980. 
Let's do that God. in a second. So uh, I'll play a, a song for the ladies, final one of the year, and it's a song which I did play a long time ago, and it's absolutely beautiful. It's from uh, Nick Cave's album. Uh, what was it called again? I think it was called No More Shall We Part. And it's an absolutely magnificent. I'm, I'm just remembering the last time you played it. I know it was brilliant because you you introduced it, oh. and then um, I think it was Carl Preston who Mark. played it, and we listened to it. Were we were we playing Buckaroo <laughs> or eating Curly Whirlies at the time? I can't remember. <laughs> I was on a space offer. Oh. Cave in the Bad Seeds, Love Letter. Beautiful That's song. Absolutely beautiful. Mm. Well, mm. I, I'm loving this, but we've uh, we've got to go soon. Sadly, the clock has beaten us, Rick. Um, but uh, it's the last track that we're going to play this year. Mm -hmm. It's a lovely track. Um, it starts off with a little bit of jingle bells that begin, a little sure. bit of tribute on the piano. It's Joni Mitchell and The River. Enjoy. We won't be back uh, next week, will we? Or the week after? No, we're back we're on the 12th. Yeah. Right, guys, I've got some back timing to do now, right. so you've got 20 seconds, yeah? Okay. okay. Well, that was, um, jo she's getting a bit grumpy, isn't she? No, no, I'm back yeah. timing to the yeah, football. Back timing, yeah. She's, you know, yeah, she, yeah. You've now got 15 this, seconds. This is Christmassy, cold turkey, mate. Yeah, exactly. um, that was Joni Mitchell seconds. and the river. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoy the show. Don't take anything to say too seriously. We haven't offended anyone. We don't, we love the homeless and, and fat birds, love don't them, we? Love them. Merry Christmas yeah, to you, Rick. No, Merry yeah. Christmas to you. Happy Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, Christmas yeah. Eve. Happy Christmas. She needs her fix. She needs her fix. She's all grumpy.